sekali terdengar bunyi Yes, that was a lovely song from Flava. Flava, kenapa singgah kalau tak masuk? Only on iRadio, O-U-M. Okay, again with me, Hazra Ahmad Sapyudin, but in another segment in oral communication in edition 2011. So, good news. Today, I would love to share with all of you with the topic too, okay? All about um, some basic principles in oral communication. Okay, before uh, we start off with our segment today, here's the general overview what we'll be learning today, okay? Now, uh, we'll be learning some basic principles in oral communication and also um, I will explain to you the role of speakers and listeners in the communication process and I um, and also identifies some types okay of interferences okay interferences that can cause a breakdown in communication ah, interesting isn't it so today we will be learning all about some basic principles in oral communication now do you know that the way you use oral communication skills can either help or hinder your ability to influence or bond with family, friends and affect your performance at work. Mm. Many corporate organizations and professional, uh, professional positions require people who are able to speak well and, convincing, uh, and convincingly. Okay? Teachers, professors, doctors, sales people, corporate management personnel, trainers and politicians make use of this skill extensively. Now, clearly enough, mastery of oral communication skills can play a vital role in helping you to achieve success. Now, when writing on the essential principles of communication, Cam and Seto White in 2002 explained that oral communication is a two-way process that requires um, both a speaker and a listener as well. It is the most effective when the sender of a message has good speaking skills and the receiver has good listening skills. So always remember, oral communication therefore involves two crucial skills, listening and speaking. Okay, moving on to the listening skills. Hmm, listeners, how would you um, rate your listening skills? Uh-huh. How would you rate your listening skills? Okay, so of course in listening, you can um, improve your listening by doing your work and so on. But a good way to start improving on your listening skills is actually to identify the listening behavior appropriate for different situations. So right after this, we will talk about some mindful attention in listening skills. But first, let's enjoy with this song only on iRadio OUM, Roaming Across Your Mind. Cintaku setulus hati hanyalah untukmu dan ku lakukan semam. 
Okay, the time now is exactly 13 minutes past 11 a.m. Back listening to oral communication segment with me, Hazrah Ahmad Sabudin, and hopefully this segment will guide you to be a better person when it comes to communicating with other people, with your colleagues, bosses, family, friends, and loved ones. Now. Um, do you know that you cannot listen with undivided attention when when it comes to everything that people around you are saying all the time? Neither can you focus on every sound uttered near you day and night. Okay, let's see. Um, if you try to do that, well, probably you will be end up as a victim of burnout. Now, a good way to start improving on your listening skills is actually to identify the listening behavior appropriate. Well, depend for different uh, situations. Yeah. Now, later you can work on actually improving and improving your listening skills. So, let's start with mindful attention. Well, now, what is that actually? Hmm, listening is actually the skill that is the least taught formally. Unless you have hearing disability, okay, everybody assumes that just because you have ears, you can listen. Well, remember this is a wrong and wrong assumption, as listening and hearing are different sets of skills. So bear that in mind. Well, of course, hearing, which is merely the physical ability to hear sounds, happens, and so on. And then um, listening also to hear something mindfully, because do you know that effective listening requires you to listen intently and pay close attention to the speaker. If you do not pay any full attention, or perhaps um, you did miss some part of the message, well, of course you cannot replay what has been said unless you have recorded the message or lecture. Now. Um, do you know that according to Davito in 2009, an effective listening comprises five components. We have, of course, receiving, understanding, remembering, evaluating, and responding. Okay, receiving. Now, what do you understand about receiving? Aha! Uh-huh. Clearly enough, hearing begins and ends when one receives a sound stimuli. Listening is quite different, yeah. Hmm. Listening. Does not begin and end just with hearing the sound as it involves deriving meaning from the sound. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, when you listen, you concentrate on the verbal as well as non-verbal message. So this involves reading gestures, body movements, and facial expressions as well. Now, what about understanding? Hmm. This is the stage where you learn to understand the meaning of the message as well. As to pick up some cues from the emotional tone of the speaker, and as for remembering, okay, listening also involves remembering interpreted sounds or messages and saving them for use later on. But however, you may not be able to remember exactly what you hear because why? Ah, because your mind um, receives and. We interpret message, and sometimes we just cannot recall hundred percent of the message. And then, what about evaluating? Aha! Uh-huh. This evaluating um, means a message um, means that you make some judgment about it. This process is often done unconsciously by the listener. 
Well, in some cases, you might want to identify the speaker's intention or motive. This judgment might be critical or analytical and cause you to wonder hmm, whether what you hear is based on facts or emotion. Depend actually, it depends. Uh, you may need to decide whether the speaker has a personal agenda or is biased and prejudiced. And the last one is responding, meaning responses are uh, feedback based on what you have heard. You respond in two ways. First, you respond while the speaker is talking and talking. And second one, you respond after the speaker has stopped speaking. Ah, there you go. In responding, you allow the speaker to know what you think or feel about what he or she has to say. Okay, um, we will talk about some active listening. What is that active listening? But first, let's enjoy with this song from Gwen Stefani. Cool, yes, I'm cool. Only on iRadio OUM, roaming across your mind. Okay, hope you enjoy listening to that song as much as I do. For now, you're in OUMH 1303 English for Oral Communication segment or program for people to understand better when it comes to communication with other people, whether with your boss, your colleagues, friends and love and your loved ones. So in topic two. Um, today we were talking some basic principles in oral communication. So what is active listening? Ah, there are actually two types of listening, passive and active. So the difference between them is the level of involvement of the listener. So as for in passive listening, of course you just listen passively at a low level of concentration and absorb the minimum number of words. Very often, yeah, very often you remember or understand very little of what has been said. You also may respond to the speaker's voice by smiling or nodding, but do not pay full attention to him or her. Mm. So this kind of listening happens when you are on holiday or relaxing or perhaps you in th- um, not in a mood, tired and so on. You may be lazing on the beach, hmm, listening vaguely to music or voices in the background. You only begin to listen attentively when you hear something that interests you. For instance, hmm, the call to go for lunch. Okay, So active listening involves a higher level of concentration. You listen actively at school, university or work when you need to obtain information. Hmm, that is true. But... Don't worry, you can improve your active listening skills through various techniques. There are a lot of techniques that you can improve your active listening skills. Um, One of it is by identifying your weaknesses. For example, are you hearing impaired, mentally unprepared or easily distracted? Um, Preparing yourself mentally and physically to listen using um, by using various listening strategies for example the memory helper Mm, are you familiar with the memory helper 
And then by para, by paraphrasing the speaker's message and ideas, by just you know you can start off with using some simpler words without changing the meaning. Okay, so that is the um, various techniques that you can improve your active listening skills. So. Um, what about speaking skills? Mm, and this is quite different from listening skills. Now, this is the skill that you will use most in oral communication. <laughs> okay, um, the fourth concerning speak, uh, speech quality is obtained from Cam and Satter White 2002. And then um, we have oral communication and how they affect us in our daily lives. Now, of course, we have interpretation of symbols create meaning. There are even rules in communication, like regulative rules, um, constitutive rules, and punctuation affects meaning. Okay, we will talk more about these rules right after this. But first, let's enjoy and happy and cheerful with this song from Ashley Simpson, Pieces of Me. People, welcome back to OUMH 1303 English for Oral Communication in Edition 2011 with me, Hazrah Ahmad Sapudin. Okay, today uh, we were exploring and talking and venturing all about Topic 2, Some Basic Principles in Oral Communication. Now, do you know that there are rules in communication? Hmm. Let's talk about verbal communication first. Well, of course, um, it has its own set of unspoken but widely understood rules. Communication rules are shared understandings of what communication means and what kinds of communication are and are not appropriate in various situations. But these rules are not formalized or unintentionally, uh, un, what people call intention, intentionally but are unconsciously developed as we interact with friends, family and people at work every day. There are two sets of rules that guide communication. Regulative rules, meaning these unwritten rules tells you when, where, how and with whom you can have a conversation. Hmm. Now, an example is turn-taking when talking with someone. Of course, you know that you should not interrupt uh, when the person speaking. But you also need to look out for signals that will tell you when to enter into a conversation and when to end it. That is the most important thing. Also, regulative rules are define when, where and with whom you can communicate in a particular way. For instance, um, traditionally in Asian homes, the elders speak first while the youngsters listen without interruption or contradiction. At work, junior officers are expected not to interrupt superior officers when they speak. Uh, you see? However, superior officers can interrupt their junior officer anytime. So that is the difference. Employees are also expected to show respect and interest when their employers speak to them. So that is regulative rule. Now, what about constitutive rules? Hmm. Well, these rules 
define what communication means by showing us the meaning behind certain kinds of symbols used in communication. For example, um, let's see. Uh-huh. Hate bowing, okay, hate bowing in Asia is a symbol of respect, right? Kissing and hugging denotes love and affection, while ah, yawning and shouting during a conversation denotes rudeness. Okay, another example of a constitutive rule is to clap, okay, clap, 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 after a speaker has given a talk even though we may have found the talk absolutely boring. And what about punctuation effects meaning? Well, punctuation in communication affects meaning, of course. The full stop, for instance, marks the end of one sentence or idea and the beginning of another. But similarly, functional or punctuation can signal the beginning or the end of a particular interaction. For instance, when a professor enters the lecture hall, his entry marks the beginning of the lecture. Uh, you see, when he switch off the overhead projector, takes off his reading glasses and say, Okay, class, that's all for today. It signals the end of the lecture. Tension is created when people disagree on punctuation. So what about voice attributes, okay? To be an effective speaker, you need to pay, to pay a lot of attention to the following voice attributes as they affect the quality of your speech. Of course, your volume, voice volume, yeah? Speech, intonation, um, tone, tempo, pronunciation, and lots more. Okay, um, right after this, moving on to the why we need good oral communication skills. Hmm, what do you think? Okay, we will talk more about this. But first, let's enjoy with this song from Earth, Wind, and Fire, Boogie Night. Okay, thank you very much for still listening to OUMH1303 English for Oral Communication. In today's edition, Oral Communication, some basic principles. So earlier on, we um, talked about some characteristics, right? And how this um, some tone, intonation, pitch, volume, effect when you speak okay so to be an effective speaker you need to pay attention to the following voice attributes um, again volume pitch intonation tone um, tempo pronunciation and so on so why we need oral communication skills good actually good oral communication skills mm, what do you think well clearly enough by possessing good oral speaking skills definitely will make you a more and more effective communicator as you will be able to influence and persuade people. That is the most um, important thing. This is beneficial for you at a personal 
level as well as socially and professionally. First, building friendships. Okay, socially good oral communication skills enable you to effectively share information, feelings, thoughts, needs, and intentions. Definitely, you can create close relationship and bond with family, friends, and people at work. Because a good listener is almost always, always appreciated. That is true. Okay, let's say um, if you are a good listener, you also tend to win friends. Hmm, as most people regard someone who listens to their problems, fears, joys, happy and success as a true friend. Okay, um, beside that, knowledge acquisition. So the learning process often requires you to have an inquiring mind. Good oral communication skills will definitely help you to acquire knowledge more effectively, especially when you are able to ask questions, express opinions and ideas, and summarize information. So by providing such feedback will, will enable your lecturers, teachers, or instructors to, um, to summarize how well you understand what has been taught. Because good listening skills will also help you comprehend course content better. Now, what are the other factors okay, that can make a good um, speaking, speaking skills? Okay? Besides that, developing workplace competencies. Business and professional people depend a lot on oral communication skills when they engage in different activities. Educationists deliver lectures and hold tutorials, discussions, forums, and seminars. As for business people, they tend to use oral communication skills a great deal when they interact with customers and suppliers, make reports or give explanations, participate in meetings, and hold informal discussions with employers and employees. So that why? So that is why. Speaking huh, is an important skill when interviewing or training new employees, um, participating in social business discussions and giving public presentations or speech. Listening is important for both employers and employees. So as an employer, you need to listen to the suggestions, complaints and feelings of your employees. Conversely, an employee needs to listen to the instructions, demands and advice given by his superior at work. So right after this, we will talk about roles. What are the roles of speaker and listener? You will find out right after this. But first, let's enjoy with Starship. Nothing's gonna stop us. Be inspired and be entertained with iRadio OUM roaming across your mind. Thank you very much for support us by giving good uh, feedback and comments through our Facebook comment column in iRadio portal and not 
to forget through our email. So again with me Hazra Ahmad Sapudin in Oral Communication Edition 2011 in Topic 2 Some Basic Principles in Oral Communication. So yes, uh, early on um, I've promised to all of you that we will share and explore about about um, what are the roles of speaker and listener. So do you know that both the speaker and the listener are responsible for ensuring that effective communication takes place. So remember that the speaker is the sender of the message while the listener is the receiver. So how to evaluate the situation? Okay? So by effective communication can only take place when the speaker is clear about his own views and interpretation of ideas and experiences. So by communication with yourself therefore you must take place before you can communicate effectively with others the speaker needs to evaluate the communication situation and then try to do the uh, following okay you must to uh, you must have give and receive some good feedback try to avoid a lot of miscommunication maintain good will and so on So how to understand needs in communication? Because as an effective communicator, you will try to fulfill your own needs as well as the needs of the receiver of your message. So um, we have first self-actualization, esteem, social security and physical. Okay, so this Abraham Maslow categorized human needs into five levels. Okay, uh, moving on to the use interpersonal skills. Mm. Good interpersonal skills are useful enough when dealing with people as they help to uh, to build goodwill. Do you know that the late American president Ronald Reagan was known as the great communicator? Ah, as he had an easy way of speaking and could handle people very very well. He also had great personal charisma. But of course it helped that he used to be a good looking Hollywood actor. Okay so try to use the following techniques to help you develop good interpersonal skills. First make you statements, have a positive attitude, be a good listener, keep things confidential, meaning a good a good communicator knows the importance of keeping information confidential and releasing And, and release it to only authorized people at the appropriate time. Well, of course, uh, be considerate, meaning treat people well. Be polite, courteous, honest, and respect the opinions of others. So use tact and diplomacy, um, especially when dealing with difficult people. Okay, the last thing that I would love to share with all of you about interference in communication. So what is that actually? Hmm. Um, according to the veto in 2009 there are several types of noise that might interf- uh, interfere with the communication process mm. we have physical interference uh, physiological interference um, psychological interference and semantic interference Okay people, looks like we only have a few minutes more before we wrap up this oral communication segment. So as I mentioned earlier, there are several types of noise that might interfere with the communication process. 
clearly we have physical interference, meaning this kind of interference is external and outside the control of both the speaker and the receiver. It affects the physical transmission of the message. Examples are noise disturbances like loud music, the sound of traffic from a busy road, static coming from a faulty loudspeaker system, or perhaps loud drilling from a nearby construction site. Now, what about physiological interference? So these are barriers to communication due to physiological challenges on the part of the speaker or the receiver. Um, because the speaker or receiver may be hearing impaired, have speech articulation problems or suffer from short-term memory loss. So even if a speaker delivers his message clearly and loudly, hmm, a listener who has hearing problems will not be able to understand and receive the message fully. So on the other hand, if the speaker speaks with the lips and cannot pronounce the R and S sounds properly, the listener may not be able to understand what has been said. Hmm, I don't understand. Okay, the last thing is um, psychological interference and semantic interference. Um, these barriers include language, um, dialectal, cultural differences, and so on. When these interferences are present, the speaker and listener operate well on different meaning systems. So what the speaker says can be interpreted differently, thus resulting in misunderstanding. Okay, I'll give you one example. Let's see, um, a computer analyst hmm, may use the word mouse to refer to the device used to navigate a, a computer screen, right? However, if a computer um, illiterate person may interpret the word mouse to be a rodent, the animal mouse. Okay, so um, that is the confusion eh, when it comes to word. So there you go. Um, I've already shared with you some important types of noise that might interfere with the communication process. So there you go. End of our segment today in topic two. Some basic principles in oral communication. See you next week in topic 3. Yes, we will talk about some active listening skills into more in depth. Take care, have a good day ahead. Bye bye.